I'm Sam Carter. And I'm Dean Lowry. This is Carter and Lowry. Let's get started. Alright, welcome back to Carter and Lowry, episode number 68. The number of teams that are the NCAA field, we were talking a lot about the AC tournament and the projected field later on a college basketball segment. Uh, but first, um, gotta introduce my co-host Sam Carter. As to the is a yes, uh, and Sam, I gotta ask you my question today. A little bit weird, but I want you to think about it. Here you go. Okay. Who would be more effective as a basketball player, Carl Malone or an average grizzly bear? Like the grizzly bear is not gonna eat anybody, but like just like the eight foot, two hundred eighty pound grizzly bear. So we're assuming the grizzly bear knows how to play basketball. Yes. Like maybe he's not as coordinated, but obviously he's not as smart as a human, but he can run the pick and roll. Okay. Um, well, I mean, the bear does not have opposable thumbs. And I think that is the ultimate route to its downfall. You know, I think that in all aspects, it would be a better player than Carl Malone. Strictly because of the size mm-hmm. um, and the fear factor. But, you know, that's kind of not really a variable in this situation. Um, so I got to go with Carl Malone just because of the thumbs. I'm going to go with the bear. I feel like the defensive presence will really bring it. And I'm assuming that the bear can dunk. Um, but defensively, he'd be a monster. You know, you got that – the wingspan's probably about 10 feet long. He'd just be a monster. And, uh, you know, now it's time to talk about a monster, which is the Hornets, uh, which are slowly turning in uh, to all of our worst fears, riddled with injury, and uh, sitting at 30 and 33, 10th in the Eastern Conference. Uh, last week they beat the Raptors. They crushed them, but they lost the Pistons on a buzzer beater. They got crushed by the Bucks last night. Um, next week they'll play the Cavs and the Spurs. Um, Sam, no talk about the player of the week uh, this week. I'm going to ask you straight up. Is James Riggle on the hot seat right now? Um, no, because he started the season out really well. I think how he ends the season, you know, the next however many games it is, uh, I think that that will tell. And then a possible playoff appearance, you know, I think there's a lot of things that are that we're yet to see, but I'd say his seat's getting a little warm. Okay. And uh, what's your goal for this uh, next week? Playing the Cavs and the Spurs. If you if if the Hornets lose either of these games, I'm gonna go crazy in a bad way. Oh. Um, we gotta win both of these. All right. Well, looking around the league, um, you do have the same uh, Western Conference and Eastern Conference top dogs. Uh, you got the Heat, the Bulls, the Sixers, and the Cavs in the East, and the Suns, the Warriors, the Grizzlies, and the Jazz in the West. And um, Sam, I got to ask you right now, last time you said the Suns were your favorite, um, who do you see right now? The East has been, you know, kind of, it's been very balanced the entire year. Who do you see right now coming out of the East? Um, I think that the Bulls will reclaim that first spot. Uh, I think the Heat are really good. 
Um, but I think the Bulls will overtake them. Mm. Okay, and, you know, just kind of winding down here um, in that NBA season. Obviously, the shift is uh, mainly towards college basketball, so we'll uh, leave it at there. Uh, some solid games this week, uh, but the attention is mainly on college basketball, uh, which we'll, we'll turn to in just a couple moments. But, Sam, any final thoughts on this little mini NBA segment? Nope. All right, that's going to do it for our NBA segment. We'll be right back with some college basketball. Welcome back to Curtin Lowry, and at this time, we are winding down less than two weeks away from Selection Sunday, and uh, now it is time to jump in to some college basketball. We've got you covered, um, obviously, this week, last week of the regular season. Then you got all the tournaments uh, next week, and then the start of the NCAA tournament. And, uh, you know, we just can't wait for it. And to get us started, uh, we got to talk about the crazy Saturday that happened around college basketball, where for the first time on a day, all of the top seven teams lost um, just crazy stuff. You know, you got number four Purdue falling to MSU, uh, Kentucky falling to Arkansas, Auburn loses to Tennessee, Arizona loses to Colorado, Kansas loses to Baylor, and Gonzaga loses the same areas. I forgot. I didn't put the seventh one here, but I just you got to trust me on this one. Um, but, Sam, i got to ask you, does this kind of a day indicate that you think a maybe a four or five seed is going to come out on top or when you're filling out your bracket, are you going to look for a number one seed that is your champion? Um, you know, I think this makes it really difficult. Um, of course, it's always difficult. Uh, but, you know, I think, I think I, as we saw last year with UCLA, a really low seed. I think we will see a lower seed, you know, kind of break into that final four. Maybe not win it all, but I still see a one, two, or a three seed winning it all. All right, and uh, looking at, towards next week, um, some of the big matchups, you got number nine Providence taking on Villanova tonight, along with number eight Purdue taking on Wisconsin. Big matchups uh, there. And then on Saturday, you got number six Kansas uh, going to, um, excuse me, number 21 Texas going to Allen Fieldhouse to play number six Kansas. And looking at the top dogs in the ACC, you got Duke. At fifteen three, Notre Dame at fourteen and four, and North Carolina at fourteen and five. All three of those teams have clinched the double bye, and we'll be playing on Thursday uh, in the ACC tournament for sure. Uh, no first two round games for those teams, and you got Miami in fourth at twelve and six. Uh, but Duke has not clinched uh, that number one seed yet, um, as they you know still have a little bit of work to do in these last two games. They will play Pitt, and then obviously they will play Miami. They will play North Carolina. Excuse me. Uh, in the final game for Coach K at Cameron Indoor Stadium. Uh, but before we get to that, uh, we got to talk about North Carolina's performance last week, uh, beating NC State uh, on the road in an incredible game against Syracuse. And Sam, did you watch this game? I did not watch the Syracuse game. I did watch some of the state game. Okay, well, let me describe it to you. It was I told my dad as we were watching it, it was a basketball experience. Um, you know, uh, they had this one guy, uh, Gerard, uh, for Syracuse. No, it was, it was his name was oh, Swaffer. Sorry, he had like 36 points anyway. You know, he was hitting everything. It was a close game. Syracuse up by one. Caleb Love, my dad said, he said he's just off tonight. And you know, he pulls it from about f- six feet beyond the three point line over the two three zone of Syracuse and just drains it to put the turtles up uh, by two with 11 seconds. And then, uh, Buddy Bayham comes down. Knocks down the fadeaway, Jay, to tie it up. It's into overtime. And then, uh, you know, in overtime, UNC is dominant. Uh, they get that victory that was much needed. And now I think 
with the remaining games, they're at the 10 seed right now, by, according to Lenardi. I think every game that went on here on out will up, up them a seed. So if you beat Duke, you're a 9 seed. You win your first ACC game, you're an 8 seed, and so on and so forth. So I think that, you know, North Carolina, if they win out, you know, they still have the opportunity to be a six seed um, just because of the status of the AC tournament and how big it is. Um, you still got plenty of quad one teams you're going to look at facing. Um, but obviously next week you got the game um, to determine it all, and that's the game at Duke, a uh, final game for Coach K at Cameron. And uh, Sam, uh, do you think this one will carry a little bit of that extra uh, special, uh, you know, importance? Yeah, for sure. Um, I mean, there hasn't been a Duke Carolina game without Coach K. I mean, I don't even know, like forty years more. Yeah. Uh, forty six. Wow. Um, I mean, that's crazy. I think that you know it is kind of an end of an era. You know that being, you know, the Roy William and. And uh, Coach K, so I think it it there is a little bit of emotional appeal to this game that there hasn't been, you know, necessarily in a while. And I'm going to ask you: Will this emotional appeal help or hurt the Blue Devils? You know, it puts a lot of pressure on um, Duke, but you know they're a really good team, so we'll just have to see. And, uh, you know, going looking at this game prediction, uh, obviously, you know, you're going to be cheering for the Tar Heels. But uh, does UNC have realistically any chance to win this game? Um, if they come out firing like they did against State, I think, I think so. But we really have to get back on defense. I think defense is really going to win this game. Yeah, UNC was dominant against Syracuse in that overtime period uh, on defense. You know, really, you got to play – all 40 minutes, you know, I think that this is a signature moment for Armando Baycott to step into the limelight and uh, win uh, ACC Player of the Year. Um, but, you know, you never know. Um, you, know, you got a lot of names out there. You know, got A.J. Griffin and Pelo Bancaro for Duke, you know, who are kind of streamlining um, the, you know, contest right now uh, for ACC Player of the Year. Uh, but it looks like, unfortunately, that game will not be for the number one seed as Duke is currently locking that up right now as I speak. And, uh, you know, here we go. We're going to turn it to, obviously, the AC tournament is not until next week. Uh, but we're going to turn it what would it look like right now uh, if the AC tournament was here. So this is a lot of monologue. Be ready. Uh, on Tuesday, you'd have Game 1, BCC first Pitt. Game 2, Louisville versus GT. Game 3, Clemson versus NC State. Then on Wednesday, you'd have Syracuse versus Florida State. Uh, the Game 1 winner versus Wake Forest. Game 2 winner versus Virginia Tech. And the Game 3 winner versus UVA. Then on Thursday, you had the Game 4 winner against Duke. Game 5 winner against Miami. Game six winner against Notre Dame, game seven winner against UNC, and then so on, you know, down to the semifinal and the final. And so let's look at, you know, let's group these teams up. We got the Tuesday teams, there's six of them. You got the Wednesday team, Sam, uh, there's five of them, and there's four um, Thursday teams. And looking, obviously, you said last week, this is Duke's tournament to lose, and we're all just playing in it. Mm-hmm. I don't think that because, you know, they've already lost four times ACC play. Um, so I think someone has a really good chance to beat them. And I'm going to ask you, Sam, looking at this Tuesday teams, um, which one of these teams not necessarily had the chance to win at all, uh, but a chance to go far? Who do you think uh, out of this bunch can do it? Um, I think, you know, Louisville has shown that they can be a good team. 
Um, and, you know, NC State, you know, is a good team, but they just don't play like it. Um, there's some really, really good players on that team. So I'm looking mainly at Louisville and then hopefully State and then, you know, deep down I'm a big Clemson fan. But okay. that is not going to happen. And uh, looking at the Wednesday games, you know, you got five teams there. Uh, obviously Syracuse or Florida State, they will line up to play Duke now. Um, who do you like out of the Wednesday games uh, to win it all out of Syracuse, Florida State, Wake, VT, and UVA? Definitely Wake. Um, they're, they are a really good team. Um, you know, it is what it is. And uh, looking at the favorites of the four heavyweights, you got Duke, Miami, Notre Dame, and UNC. Um, obviously, Duke has the best chance out of those to win it. Um, but if somebody's going to challenge Duke, um, who do you think has the best chance out of the Miami, Notre Dame, and UNC to do that? It's got to be the heels just because of the rivalry. Mm. But, you know, I think Duke has their weaknesses, obviously, as every team does. And I think that Carolina is in the best position to exploit those. Well, hopefully they can get it done uh, this Saturday night. Um, that game will be at 6 o'clock. Um, some will call it the game of the century. Um, some tickets have gone for 7500 I mean, excuse me, $750,000. I couldn't get my words out. Um but uh, this game will be the most anticipated college basketball game. Um, there's been a long time, uh, maybe years. Um, it's not the one versus two that you wanted, but it's a, it's a farewell game, a lot of emotion. Uh, and I think that – here's what I'm going to say. I don't think that UNC is going to win, but I think this is going to be an all-time great game right here. Hmm. And um, unfortunate, uh, we couldn't have Dickie V on the call. Even though Sam doesn't like him, we know that. But I think that he really would have, you know, capped this off perfectly um, for uh, Coach K, um, a great coach. Um, but I don't think he's the greatest coach. I don't even think he's a good compared to an NBA coach. But that's a whole another episode. Wow. Um, but you know, it's going to be a lot of emotion, and I think there might be like a fight breaking out. Like this is just this is everything you want in the Duke UNC rivalry. It's going to come out on Saturday. And, um, you know, I just can't wait. Um, Sam, I didn't really ask for it before, but final score prediction to end off the episode, what do you got? Let's go 76 to 82 heels. Mm, you heard it first. Um, 76 82 heels. If Sam gets that right, um, then. You know, maybe he should just buy a lottery ticket. Um, but that is going to do it yep. uh, for this episode. No? I mean, he's not 18, but you know, secretly. You buy should a buy a lottery ticket. Not you, Dean, but you, 18-plus-year-old. <laughs> All right. Well, that is going to do it for episode number 68 of Cardinal Lowry. And you hear from us next Tuesday. Bye.